0: Hello, you're listening to Common Riders with me, a podcast about stunt-filled shows full of heroes. I'm James Dorrington. But you can call me Kip, and I'm your expert. And I'm James Baker. I'm your newcomer. This week we watch Common Rider
1: Zero One, Episode Thirty, and Garo versus Road, Episode One.
0: shit. And hello everyone, here we are for this week, and how you doing James? I'm good man, how you doing? I'm doing alright, just a very long week it feels like,
1: lately. Yeah, you're one of the few people that I know that still working their original job. Um, most other people are like me, had to find other part-time jobs to stay afloat, <laughs> just to buy groceries and stuff like that. Um, but uh, yeah, um, I kind of just got a second job just to have something to do. I kind of got bored just sitting around the house watching endless amounts of television and reading comics all day. So,
0: I mean, it was fun the the first month, but after that I kind of was like I got to get out of the house. <laughs> Is that weird? It's a lot different to like want to hang out in your house versus like not being able to, to like leave or like you shouldn't leave really. That's a much different thing. Yeah, I'm a I would
1: say I'm a homebody, but I do like to get out. If 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 that's not being a homebody, I don't really know what to call it, but um yeah, it's just it's just weird like not being able to go somewhere on your own time, so um I just got a part time to do something until you know everything's back to normal.
0: Yeah, and I have no clue when that's going to be because I feel like there's lots of people like that are like being careful, but it only takes like a few people being really dumb to last like way longer and like hurt more people. So it's just like I have no clue.
1: <laughs> yeah, and like we're in a weird space right now because they keep telling us like in different increments how long we have to wait. Like you're like okay end yeah. of March. And then they'd be like, all right, end of April. And it's like, when May 1st comes, are they going to say end of May? Like, are they like slowly trying to introduce us into like a four month quarantine? Or I don't really know how that's going to play out, but I do find, uh, my friend keeps telling me about this video of, uh, one of the curfews in North Carolina, I believe they have like this siren that goes off. And like, <laughs> people thought it was like the siren for the purge. <laughs> yeah I think that's pretty funny and uh supposedly um the town over from where i'm at just got their little siren
0: like that and supposedly it's, it sounds exactly like the purge siren that makes me like think of like very like children of like the core just like you'll be in like a field and then like your head will get taken off like and just like something like that like i like don't want a siren to go off that's yeah a lot i think that's kind of excessive. i mean if people are still out past the curfew
1: time, then they should be dealt with accordingly, but I don't think you need a siren to, like, you know, tell anybody to get the fuck inside
0: the house. <laughs> so honestly, uh, maybe you do. People are real stupid. Uh, so I have been talking uh, over the past couple of episodes way more about the WWE than I thought I would because I like tend not to watch them, but they've been doing some weird stuff. Like, you saw um, how for the UFC, they bought, like, a private island. Yeah. Oh, so they did purchase it. I' not sure what that's happening, but like, um, for the WWE, they just went live again. Like, after like having filmed like five weeks of like TV, they decided last minute, now we're going live instead with no fans, right? Yeah, no fans. But still, I haven't seen any footage of it. Is it weird? Uh, I watched like the first no fans episode they did after not having like watched like their stuff for like a long time. It was interesting, mm-hmm. um, and like um, wrestling's really, really uh, the the only sport that's like doing that. Like, there's like some like like NASCAR and like F1 are doing like they're using video games and like simulating matches versus AI based on stats. Oh shit, and that kind of stuff. That's kind of yeah. cool. Which, yeah, I guess that happened. But um, no, but uh, WrestleMania was two weeks ago now, and like that's usually the only time of the year like I might like check in. To see what's going on in the WWE, and like, see if I like would care. They had two pre filmed matches that were like very interesting. Uh, um, like one was was like, one of them the Undertaker match. I heard that was pretty good. Yeah, they called it the Boneyard match, where like they had like druids come out and they set like a barn on fire <laughs> and they like buried one wrestler like alive kind of thing. I heard it was shot like a movie. Yeah, which is cool because like the Undertaker's like sixty. Mm-hmm. So, like, if he needs, like, a cut to, like, breathe, like, versus, like, when he's live, you know? <laughs> yeah, I have to find out. I'm a huge Undertaker fan, so i definitely seek that out whenever uh, it's available to, like, watch on the net. And then there was, like, one match that was, like, John Cena versus, like, this guy, Bray Wyatt, that was, like, John Cena was, like, basically, like, trapped in, like, purgatory and, like, reliving his, like, <laughs> career and, like, his anxieties and stuff. Hmm. Yeah, that's interesting. The rest of it was garbage, including um, like a week before WrestleMania aired, like they um, Vice has this documentary series, um, Dark Side of the Ring that just did um, like an episode on like um, Chris Benoit and how like he killed himself and his family. Oh, is that going to be available on YouTube or I think it both parts are like available on YouTube or for free on their website. Okay, that sounds interesting. Oh, uh, look, have you like um, heard that story like how like he like got like Multiple concussions yeah. and then, like, yeah. Was that, is that a CT event? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I remember that it happening. Sad story. Um, well, like during WrestleMania, like a week after this, like, massive, like, huge thing, like, breaks records and, like, airs, they, um, had somebody try and strangle somebody with, like, a weight machine, just like happened in real life during that case. Mm-hmm. It's just like, that's, that's kind of trashy right there. I don't know.
1: Yeah, they're the only sport, sporting, uh, I guess bit, branch of sports that's actually kind of pulling it off. I know the NBA took a complete L this weekend with their like horse game. <laughs> uh, oh. Yeah. yeah it, was, it was pretty bad. I think I watched like maybe like two minutes of it. I mean, uh, you have these athletes that are like streaming from their homes with like 240 p quality. <laughs> <laughs> So it was like, it was like really hard to watch because it was like a stream from outside and they didn't really have the equipment for that. So they got to hit the drawing boards again. But I give them an E for
0: effort, but they definitely took it L. You think they could just like free tape that and like send them cameras and be right. like, okay, like slam dunk contest or like whatever horse or whatever you want, want to do. But yeah, I don't know. Uh, but no, look, have you like um you've watched anything on um, Cool this week or?
1: Uh, I'm not sure if I mentioned it last week. Did I talk about Tower of God? No, you didn't. Uh, yeah, it's a new anime over on Crunchyroll. I'm pretty sure you can find it on other streaming services, but, um, it's based off a, I think it's a Korean webtoon. Okay. And it's really good, really solid. Uh, it's supposed to be one of the best anime of spring 2020. Uh, I haven't had a chance to watch the other contenders, but I really enjoyed that. Um, that kind of has a <laughs> funny to talk about it. Uh, Garu versus road kind of vibe to it at the beginning. Once we get into talking about the episode, I'll bring it back again, but it kind of has that vibe of something that's going on in the, and at the end of the first episode going into the second, but, uh, yeah, solid episode one. Um, the, the characters are really interesting. Um, seems like it's going to be really intense. I'm looking forward to it. Um, as far as gaming, uh, I'm still playing a lot of Warzone, pretty much taking up all my life, but, um, to take a break from Warzone, I just purchased, um, Final Fantasy VII Remake, um, I actually just got off before I got on a pod with you, and, uh, I did, like, the first chapter, um, left off at the beginning of chapter two, and beautiful game, bro, oh my god, like, I don't even have a PS Pro, but shit, like. The graphics in this game are amazing, and the storyline seems really engaging right now. Um, I never played the original. If I did, it was probably just a demo, and I don't remember what the hell happened. So I don't know how I went through life with without this being spoiled. But I'm really looking forward to seeing how this turns out. Um, but yeah, the gameplay is going to take a while to get used to. It's a JRPG, um, uh, not your tra- traditional uh, turn-based type RPG. I think. They're completely done with that. As far as like councils, it's all like real time RPG uh, fighting style stuff. But I think this game has a mode where you can do it turn based. uh, Maybe you probably know more than I do, but I never had a chance to like look into it. I literally just popped it in and started playing, and uh, I like it so far.
0: It's really good. You been gaming anything lately? No, yeah, like I've been playing. uh, So the past few weeks, I like mentioned um, like Bioshock, Minerva's Den, that standalone DLC for Bioshock Two. Widely considered like the best of the franchise. Like, it has like really strong story and character. The team that made it, um, well, like a lot of the team that made it, or like key figures, I guess, went on to make Gone Home, which is like a great walking sim kind of like no combat game from like a couple years ago that like won like lots of like really important like awards and like changed like how like a lot of games do story. Um, but yeah, it was as good as people said. Like, it was like the best Bioshock. And then I uh, went over. And I hadn't ever played uh, the third Bioshock game, Bioshock Infinite, and wow, <laughs> <laughs> that gave me some whiplash. Um, just a quick heads up to you and to our listeners. Um, I'm gonna politely mention some of the stuff it does that I think is kind of heinous and like irresponsible. Okay. But uh, yeah, so um, <laughs> instead of going underground, like or like in the ocean, like you're going in the sky, and there's a city in the sky. And, like, instead of it being all, like, decrepit and, like, worn down and, like, after, like, a fall, it's, like, in the middle of its prominence. You're basically going through, like, this city, like, during its, like, big, like, Fourth of July festival. Like, there's, like, fairgrounds and there's, like, stuff and you're not, like, fighting anyone for a while. And it's kind of like, okay, um, seems pretty good, seems pretty beautiful. But then um, it tries to do a twist, but it does that lazy thing with a twist where, like, you couldn't have known what it was doing because it waits to like it waits to, to give you a hint until right before it does it if that makes sense mm. which i really hate yeah like it's so sudden yeah like so it goes from like oh this is a great place because we all hang out and there's like some stuff where like it's obviously weird like everyone's so happy go lucky and like it's religious but then like it is like oh like you won the raffle um and then that's when like the guy that like hands you the Winning baseball from the raffle is like, oh, and he won the raffle after purchasing it when uh, like kid's like ticket from the prettiest white girl, and then they like show you like a interracial couple and say now throw this at them. Oh e- shit! Um, uh, uh, like the raffle was to throw the first like baseball at like, an interracial couple. What was the like, fuck? Ah, really? Wow. And then like I like um started to fight the police because you know the way to know that I'm the good guy and they're the bad guy is that they're super racist um but like one of the first places that you go you get a gun mm-hmm. is um like this uh big mansion and the first thing in the mansion is like a giant like 30 foot tall statue to john wilkes booth mm-hmm. and it was just like <laughs> incredibly lazy i felt and like poor storytelling and character building compared to like what i just looked at and like i get that like the point of Bioshock is like you're in a place that's cool and could never exist And there's a lot of political thoughts, but it just really turned me off because it felt like it wasn't really like effectively doing anything with kind of serious things, you know?
1: Yeah. So it's funny that you bring up BioShop because I just recently downloaded it from the PlayStation store. I believe it was the free game from last month. So I never played a BioShop game before, Um, hopped into the first one, did a couple of hours of um, gameplay and I don't really know how I feel about it. Are you a fan of the first one? Is that kind of like the... I feel like the the shooting system was kind of odd. Um, it was kind of weird about, like, getting energy, like, to stay, so, like, alive. And I don't know. I kind of... I
0: didn't hate it. It just seemed kind of hard to play to me. So, like, here's what I'll say. I think that, um, the first Bioshock game was very important. Like, it didn't, like, invent a lot of the stuff it did, but it did, um, make them popular kind of like how like Fallout 3 didn't invent like a lot of what it did but it made it popular. If that makes sense? Yeah. And um it had like a story that was really important at the time. Um if you want to go back to back on like 10 then 20 year old like twists just play through Final Fantasy 7 and like BioShock and you'll see like what like big twists like you might have missed. But the first game might not have aged the best. I think the story and character isn't amazing. I think that BioShock 2 actually is my favorite full game of the franchise because like it does like a lot of improvements. Like you can have your powers and like your weapon out at the same time. It has like a stronger like a stronger set of characters that aren't just a bunch of like political ideals. Mm-hmm. But if you just wanted to like play one thing, Bioshock, I'd say try out like Minerva's Den. It's a great little like five hour story.
1: Okay, I don't I don't think that's bringing a PlayStation store, but oh yeah, um, it is. Oh, it is. Okay, I'll check it out. Are they all connected? Like, do I need to play two before I, like, beat one? No,
0: uh, so... Um, or the can PlayStation...
1: I play two before I beat one?
0: <laughs> I yeah, um, the PlayStation free one from last month was the collection, so there's two downloads. Mm-hmm. One is one and two, and one is infinite, or three. Okay. Hopefully and if you go to play Bioshock 2, I think if you go to the DLC or the extra content, it just lets you load nervous den, which is, like, its own standalone thing. But no, um... There's a little stuff, and like there's Canon or like story, like you might get spoiled, oh no, this character did this, but it's not like vital to know like there's some characters that cross over, but like you're a different character that has different problems in each one. No, it's an interesting franchise. I just think they really bungled that last one they made a lot. That's a lot of um speaking of bungling gaming, we should look <laughs> at uh see, got that heat this week <laughs> but no, um. Let's switch to our, t- our first topic, which is Garo vs. Road. It's not a dream, but it's not reality either. So it's an online game, most likely. Oh, this boy. episode, our first bit that we're talking about is uh, the new ninth live-action Garo series. Star vs. Road, Episode 1, New Game. And it has some good lines in it. Some really good
1: ones. So when did this become, like, a trope? Like, I can't remember the first time I was shocked when, like, I'm like, oh, shit, they're inside a video game. Like, I know it was before Sword Art Online, but that kind of, like, set the stone for, like, you know, like, this whole wave of what's going on right now. But, uh... uh the Matrix. <laughs> yeah, I guess you could say the Matrix. <laughs> yeah. <least>.
0: Tron? <laughs> yeah, Tron. Oh, man. The, like... I don't think like anyone in Tron was like seeing the like stuff in the computer in Tron thinking, is that real life?
1: <laughs> you're dying here, you're dying real life. Oh, you
0: die here, you die in real life. Uh, you died in the game, you die in real life. Uh I watched the movie that quote comes from. It's this weird, like half PS two game, half like bad like sex comedy, like horror movie from like two thousand one. It's great. It's perfect. Uh but no. uh, uh so this is our second time looking at Garo. And would you say it's the exactly like the first time James? (laughs) (laughs) Definitely
1: not. Um, I wouldn't say polar opposites, but it's definitely, uh, definitely not the same as the first time we checked in on Garo, but I would say I did. I did enjoy this episode. I thought it was pretty fun. Um, I did notice that what's going on in today's age or over the last couple of years is like battle Royals are like the new, like (laughs) way to get your attention ever since Fortnite got it popping. Seems like, oh, a hundred players gotta be the last one uh standing up. Uh, so that's going on. And uh like I mentioned earlier in that little topic about what we've been up to, Tower of God kind of follows the same suit uh mm-hmm. in their first episode, like last man standing type thing. So for some reason I'm, I'm always intrigued by how that pans out. But you know, with stories with plot armor, you already know how it's gonna turn out. But it's cool to see um which characters survive and which ones don't until the next round. And they definitely set up a lot of cool characters in this episode. Um, a lot of cool, fun, uh, characters, and uh, there's like a lot to like about this show so far. So,
0: what do you think? I think it definitely like I'm not the biggest like fan of like the Garo like franchise. Like I've like seen like a little bit of like that first show. Like I, I think I saw like one or two of the other movies or specials, but like kind of like does elevate I think my understanding and like how much like I like the franchise to say oh. You're willing to take wild swings. Like I think there's like even like one movie from like a couple of years ago that was like um oh uh, like the like main character was like had the armor for the first like five minutes, lost it, then just did Alice in Wonderland for like 90 minutes, then got the armor back for like the last three minutes. <laughs> and like I like that it just is like this is just us doing something weird with like this iconography, I guess. Like this like small like toolbox, and like let's just do like a gaming. Series, it's cool I don't know yeah I wonder why they went this far left though because I saw
1: a lot of like hardcore Garo fans complaining about how um throughout the past seasons you know it's been an honor to wear this armor and now it's kind of like a a prize at the end of this contest and I've seen a few people that are actually cool with it that are hardcore Garo fans that say like well this is just a test for who you know has the best character or you know who could survive to earn wearing armor so um i guess it's going to be a polarizing season for garo fans but i was really intrigued to be honest um i thought the writing was actually good um i found it engaging uh the fight scenes were pretty dope i liked those a lot um and i love the how mature this series is it's definitely mm-hmm. not like you know kamen rider or you know sentai shows so um I guess if you're going to be different you got to definitely stand out with uh you know naked people or some <laughs> violent um YouTubers
0: trying to kill people. <laughs> and for being like um a lot of young actors they actually did like pretty good in like being in like fight scenes and like stunt scenes like yeah pretty solid work honestly and there's like a lot of like fun callbacks like I'm like not sure like if you noticed but um that arcade game they were playing was a fighting game based off the fight scene from the second like episode we watched. In the first series.
1: Okay. That didn't really
0: hit me. Yeah.
1: Now I kinda see it. Okay. That's cool. That
0: was a cool Easter egg. Yeah. So I went through and I watched um the second episode because I wasn't sure if like it would be up in time for us, but like uh so that mostly follows a separate character that's in the game. The blonde haired kid. Yeah. And um it also ends with like the round being over and them going back to the like back to reality of their normal lives until next time basically
1: yeah I was trying to figure out if this was going to be like a whole series based like inside of this game so that's good that they actually step out of outside of the game and live their normal life so I was hoping it wasn't just like an online kind of like sword art online you're trapped in here and then you can't get out until you you know get the armor or make a wish or something like that so that's cool
0: imagine if a gamer got whatever they wanted <laughs> like a girlfriend <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, oh man this show's gonna be amazing man that came up that came up like a few times and i was like uh, that, yeah. that's like different from like power and shit
1: but i mean and and gamers like nowadays are like working out um you know they're pretty like popular with the females now so i don't know which gamers are like you know wishing they had a girlfriend i'm pretty sure there are gamers out there like that but that's just like a stereotype that needs to die because you know, gamers oh, yeah. back in the 80s look completely different than
0: gamers in this decade. You know what I mean? I do think if I ever was getting my ass kicked, like, I would say, stop it, we're both gamers, right? <laughs> I like how he was like, oh,
1: yeah, I could be whatever I want.
0: <laughs> then he still gets owned. <laughs> and then he gets stabbed in the leg. He's like, yeah, that, that, that's going to work. Oh, man. But no, um, I like that, like, we are seeing, like, forms from what we've seen, like, in the past series, like, turned into weird like game versions and i like how they don't even in the second episode like they don't think that like dying in here will die outside but it's pretty obvious to us that's what's going on but like um they end the episode just like three yakuza guys just like killing people with hatchets (laughs) and that was (laughs) while the credits are going on i'm like oh shit (laughs) um like that kind of um reminded me of there's like a common rider series they did like a few years back that was like their shorter like adult version that we like might look at later which would do that like end on like some like crazy shit happening as the credits are rolling kind of thing Mm -hmm. overall um i liked it i oh um there's one character that uh, was actually very accurately like written um and that was a youtuber yeah who is uh i can i know people that like spend too much time online and are like this is just like Jurassic Park, like they're talking like they're like audience or whatever, like you know, that was fun. I really liked the uh, what's the name? Galactic Kingfisher. Yeah,
1: that was my other favorite character. It sucked to see him die. I'm like, okay, I don't need to watch F- the show F- anymore. F- 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 F. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of wanted him to hang
0: around a little bit longer. I do have like um a very serious question to you and also um like if you're um, like if you're like listening. Um If you're ever just hanging out in your house and a mysterious box appears, are you going to open it and put it on? I feel like we should know better.
1: Well, in Kuan's uh, defense, his friend taught him about it before he got his, so he already had a heads up. (laughs) If somebody tells you, like, we've seen, like, Nightmare on Elm Street, right? Didn't they make a movie about that? Was it called The Box or some shit? Yeah, there was, like, one movie about that. And, like, they had to push the button. And somebody randomly dies and they get, like, money for it, but they don't even have to see the person die.
0: So I guess that's a concept that's been done before, too. One thing, too, is they definitely, um, made the, um, fashion a little more down-to-earth in this one. (laughs) Where, like, Kuan's in, like, a black suit versus, like, a white leather jacket and, like, a ribcage, like, vest made of leather or whatever. (laughs) I like this, like, um, it had, like, a solid second episode, too, um... I'd like to see where it goes. I know that um, I'd like to see honestly like a like a, like other franchise prize kind of thing where it's like, oh, like there's like a serious competition to see maybe who gets like the rider power, who gets to be on the Sentai team or something like that. That'll be fun.
1: Yeah. Th- these are the kind of contests that I like to see in like shows, not just like best out of five, you know, competition,
0: you know, guy specs versus human gears, you know, like do this kind of
1: content. This is what people want.
0: I mean... I thought that the end of that contest was actually really good because it went on long enough that we got like kind of lulled into like complacency. Yeah. The fire, the fire one was, was
1: okay, but it wasn't my, it wasn't like the best episode. It was, it, it found its fitting, footing at the end of the, you know, competition, but most of it felt like fluff, but y'all know how I feel about that competition. I'm just glad it's over.
0: Let's uh, transfer over actually to Kamen Rider Zero One, episode 30. Um, after all, I am the president and a common writer. Where'd you say we left last time, James? We left
1: at rock bottom. <laughs> we were depressed. Um, you know, our guy Aruto was, you know, disowned. Um, no longer CEO, going around picking up, you know, abandoned human gears, and that's the
0: last time we left off, man. In my notes. I had like very like Iron Man losing like his company, or like um, when Spider Man like throws away like his costume, kind of vibe too. Just. There's something just like so endearing and sad about like seeing like a um like a, a rudo going around like on his bike with like a basket basically to, or like cart to mm-hmm. pick up like discarded human gears it's sad stuff guy one he has a company he has human gears and he's like letting people trade them in for like specs too and he's like he's just uh yeah, yeah they start off the episode
1: with like an interview with him like if you bring on your human gear we'll give you a Free pair of Zaya specs, and it was so weird seeing him in Aruto's, you know, seat being catered to by his minions. You know what I mean? It, it was so weird seeing that. It was very eerie.
0: Yeah, and I think like the vice president and his one dude are like. They said they're like fighting to keep the company somehow, like following like its ideals. Album, like they're not really like in the position to, like do anything with that. Like, they're just kind of.
1: Yeah, and the last time we saw him, he was actually like cool with Aruto. So I guess he's like whatever to keep this company
0: floating i'll do it you know what i mean yeah trying to make it not be completely like defiled or like yeah losing honor like i'm not sure but yeah just i can't believe that they like straight up pulled like a GameStop stop or like a verizon thing like come and trade in your phone like <laughs> you'll get a new one
1: <laughs> yeah i thought that was funny too
0: it was a good pitch though yeah not a bad one like um and then like on the other end like he's getting his technology out there and he has Aims in his pocket, where like he's just like has roving bands of raiders now that like are like a and like hunting down human gears.
1: He legit militarized Aim, like that shit's scary, but he gave us like a sneak peek of how he wants the world to be run whenever he, uh, you know, gets that power. So it's kind of cool to see him actually like have Aims, uh, troops other than you know, you transform into uh raid riders. I thought that was pretty cool,
0: yeah. And like it's um, like a I guess there's not going to be, like, a common Rider type, like, trooper, but having, like, their standard, like, raider, that's probably how they'll go, and, like, they'll, like, be whatever, but.
1: Yeah, and do they seem more, like, under, under mind control than, you know, the the usual human
0: with the chip in their head? They felt like they're, like, robots. I don't even think they talked any. Yeah, they barely talked. Maybe those two will just, like, be, like, there to, like eat, like, a, like, kick or something, and we'll constantly see those two actors without, like, any, like, lines, but I don't know. Mm-hmm. What do you think about, um, the relationship between Jin and, like, Arto like, this episode?
1: I was actually feeling it. Um, I feel like this is a good collab, uh, especially after Jin saved, um, Izu. Did your, uh, did your subtitle
0: say is for her? Oh, um, that's, uh, yeah, there's a couple different places, so, like, technically... Like there's lots of name puns, and like her name is translates to is, but some most people will still have it be Izu because that doesn't make any sense.
1: yeah, then uh, what was it called? The other one was like
0: there versus Zaya
1: yeah, that yeah, there was a bunch uh, of like different happened. subs on mine, but uh, anyways, um, I did like the collab a lot. um I like the new transformation of Jin. Uh, he seems like he reached a point past Singularity, to, to be honest. He seems like he's damn human. Um, also, in the opening, it's a new opening, right? Uh, yeah, like, it's, like, been changing for, like, a
0: while, but it's new now. Too. Was
1: was that part when, uh, Izu shed a tear, is that
0: recently added, or was that always there and I never paid <sighs> attention? There's, the like, a couple of scenes of, like, her looking evil that have been there the whole time that, like, have no explanation, but I'm not sure if that tear is new. Okay, because I'm like, okay, I guess they're foreshadowing that she's Going to
1: reach uh singularity, uh, pretty soon. But yeah, I really enjoyed it. Did you like the collab?
0: Yeah, cause they were like both raised by father type human gears, like right? Yeah, they have a lot in common. Yeah, like they like do, and uh, like they both like want human gears to like get to live and like self determine and all that. And like I think um Jin is like surprised by Arto a lot, and like respects him. And like I um do love how at the end um. Arubi comes by to say, oh you made a friend," and Jin is just pissed off. He's <laughs> yeah. like, "No, I didn't make a friend. He's not my
1: friend." <laughs> yeah, but uh, I did like how Jin was kind of questioning Aruto's morals. He's like, "You're supposed you were supposed to protect them and then you know Aruto's like, "I am." He's like, "You used them as tools," and he's like, "No, I didn't." <laughs> and then you know, what I'm saying he pretty much takes a bullet for Izu, and then he shows that he has everybody, all the other human gears keys under his shirt. So.
0: I, I love that the one that protects them from the bullet was like Mamoru, though. Like the guard. <laughs> Yeah. That was awesome. They had like an interesting conversation about Izu, I think, where they're both trying to tell her, hey, you don't have to like work with me or whatever. You should probably not be in the crossfire. Like, there's nothing for you working for me. And she then like chooses that. Like, she's kind of given that like very open choice, but she chooses to like stay far.
1: Yeah. And she was trying to figure out like, um, ways to you know let him be able to use his suit again and I th- I thought she came up with a pretty clever way to like actually still serve him as as president by you know making a whole other company for his for himself so I thought that was a cool way to get out of you know a uh, plot a plot point that they probably would have had a hard time like figuring out how the fuck is he still transforming into a karma Rider when he's not the president anymore so that was a cool way
0: to you know Write the script into you know opening new possibilities. Cause guy shows up just like a super villain, like just like the like helicopter blades as he's like throwing his like umbrella behind him and saying, "I still want to kill Izu. I haven't done that yet. I get to do that. I'm the president." Mm-hmm. He's just like ready for it, but um, uh, yeah. Like I think like having Arto take that bullet and show like he has like these human gears like cure and like so close. To him, but also like that. Um, there's lots of like cool stuff here, like how like um he fights without being able to like transform. Like he can't like uh well, like change for a while, and like he's also dressed like he was like in like the like first episode.
1: Yeah, and I was I saw a lot of people complaining about how um Aruto in his base form <laughs> was like going toe to toe with Bowser before he transformed. He was like so now he's. He could hold his own, like he was holding back this whole time. So I thought it was pretty funny too. That's just anime logic. Yeah, you know? like I, I'm that so happens. used to that now. Like it doesn't really bother me, but just to see like people argue about that, I'm just like, this is what happens in like shonen type storylines. Like you have that moment when the character, you know,
0: takes his time getting to get into his final form. And I feel like, uh, guy has been pretty consistent about like he's not gonna directly kill a human, but also he's, like, fine with them getting in the way as the bullets or, like, an attack, you know? Mm-hmm. But, like, he wasn't trying to kill Arto. He was just saying, well, this stuff's gonna kill you if you don't move out of the way. Thanks for the, like, punches that, like, I didn't even feel, you know? hmm But, uh, yeah. And then, like, he, like, transforms and he just, um, full-on having, like, his hero moment. Like, part of me wishes this was, like, the first time that he, like, came, like, Metal Cluster Hopper, like, yeah. not to get back on that horse, but yeah, it would have been an awesome transformation.
1: I saw somebody shout out um common rider uh five five five. He's like, that was the same kick. Is that true? Yeah,
0: they um the main kick for the common rider like 5 is um he like shoots a like drill to hold like his opponents in place and then like kicks into the drill and through his opponent. Ah, uh, okay. So that's what that they did there, yeah. We didn't get that far in our watch, right? oh uh, we saw it one time, like versus like the big like elephant that's monster. True. Yeah, you're right.
1: I was like, oh look at that. I kinda know what's going on now. I'm getting up there. I'm not uh, like a complete newcomer anymore. Kinda have some logic about Kamarider.
0: Yeah. I like to see like a lot of stuff like he used like the metal part of like metal cluster, like which we haven't seen like him do since like he's had like the power under control and like but also he's beaten guys so many times that it's kinda just like is it as impactful here?
1: Yeah and this is probably one of the few times we've seen him
0: actually ruin that suit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he was like completely like trashed. Guy probably needs to either like get like an upgrade or some help soon to like make him... Yeah, he's getting him... handled. Yeah, he's getting handled. And like next time like they like teased Jin um, and Art over this guy and it's like, okay. Yeah. he He's definitely gonna hit it. Take a huge L pretty soon. Somebody on like my like Twitter posted um, the like Spongebob meme of like how many times do we have to teach you this lesson, old man? <laughs> I liked um we saw more of like cool new like Fua and like Oh yeah, Temua. we didn't even talk
1: about Fua yet.
0: Yeah, he, like, like we' completely, completely rolled. Down. Yeah, like he's just like hunting aims as they're hunting human gears now, which is cool.
1: Yeah, I'm loving this transformation. Remember I used to hate this guy. Now I'm like, oh I'm
0: all about Fua now. That's character development right there. And like I'm not sure like how much time has passed, but like some time. And um yeah, like, he's just like still trying to like reach Yua, and like he's like has like a pretty like um, impactful conversation like with Arto and stuff, and like about like what they're doing and like how they're trying to help like the world, like how it is, and like I like uh, do like just kind of like even like if they hadn't been characters that like had like a working relationship that was like interesting, I probably still would have liked that scene. Is like I just am like a complete like sucker for scenes of like characters just like commiserating, you know? Yeah. The bromance is like in full flight now. <laughs> I'm interested to see like where the relationship goes next cuz I feel like there is like another level of threat that we still haven't seen yet like for them to deal with. So like be interesting. I do like how
1: the tension is starting to ratchet up a little bit from all of, like the whole like uh fluff from the little contest. You could definitely feel like a shift changing, changes coming up.
0: Yeah, and I think that um they went like a weird direction after like the like um Jinra arc because like things became lower key but like higher stakes. Yeah, that's what I meant to say. You said it a lot better than how I did. <laughs> Here, like it's probably like becoming like higher stakes. Like now that we have like that like greater like emotional like investment and like it kind of seems like maybe like Metsubo like is like one of the main like positive factions and it's a lot. And yeah, Jin kind of seems like he might be like. Catching feelings like for Izu too, which is interesting. Yeah. I
1: was like, whoa, I I kinda wanted to ship them. Whenever he like pulled her to the side and was like asking her what does she want? I'm like, whoa, that was kind of out of the blue.
0: No, like after like having like been on the internet long enough, I think like the moment where like he shows up in that garage, like with her like slinged over like his shoulder, I was yeah. like, Yeah, well, somebody ships this now. <laughs> I was one of those people. I am people. Yeah. <laughs> but no, um, I like um where this leaves a lot of characters like this, whatever this like third arc becomes, like I'm probably the last or like the penultimate like phase of the show. Like I'd have to guess like, like what comes out of this.
1: Yeah. We're in a good place now. I like where all the chess pieces are located at this moment for sure.
0: And the guy like really loved the end scene of like just seeing them in their much plainer office, starting their new business of like hidden, hidden manufacturing. Like that was just like a really cool, like, he's working on, like, a checklist instead of, like, a computer. And, like, then they, like, come in and they joke. And it's just like, okay.
1: Yeah, I feel like this suits Ceruto a lot better than being a CEO. Like, building it from the ground up. I think he's gonna enjoy this whole process versus inheriting, you know, a huge conglomerate like, uh, hidden intelligence. So this is gonna be fun to see where this goes. So, will there be another big bad in the next,
0: you know, 30 episodes, or? Uh, if I had to guess, we probably have like 20 ish 18 to like 22 maybe episodes to go. Like the longest a modern series has gone is 53 episodes. So the shortest has been like 45. So probably like 48, 49 episodes and we just did 30. So there's still like a lot to go, but like probably only an arc or two. I think we're going to get something's going to happen. That's more threatening than guy right now. Like as much as like he has like his armies, like, control of the world when it comes to actually fight scenes he's not really there when there's three characters that could now like beat him you know sweet I'm so tired of guy I
1: yeah I really doesn't ho- doesn't. Ho- I really hope he doesn't turn into a good guy I really hope that doesn't happen
0: I mean I would love to see him like please don't team up with them for like no a couple episodes no. that just be like I really do hate this character so much <laughs> he probably gets like an upgrade or something or like he gets <sighs> Access or whatever. I fan. doubt he survives, like, the series. What do you think would be, like, the big bad, like, next, like, the next phase of, like, challenge for them?
1: Um, I would say some form of, uh, like a humanoid form of the arc itself. Uh, I think that would be pretty, uh, pretty cool to see, like, the, the arc itself walking around versus being stagnant. But, uh, then that'd be cool.
0: What do you think? Maybe, like, singularity becomes, like, um, uh much more like of a related to like um beyond just humans. Like maybe there's just like a new life form beyond like human gear like that. Like there's just like maybe we like get like a the final villain is like a weird like two thousand and one like Space Odyssey like Star Child that's just like so advanced whatever like that they have to like fight it to like stop it from like destroying the universe. I don't know. Like
1: Yeah, it would who definitely it goes. it's definitely gonna be like I guess it would have to be one of those villains that unite you know, hidden intelligence verse with, with Zaya, I think it'd probably
0: be a threat like that if if the guy was to turn a leaf. It would have to be something like that. Or just we get like um some like, they they have the gun on the table for something to happen to fuck up the relationship with Arto and Fua if they really wanted to and just have them be like in like a blood feud at the end. Like that's like on the table. I'm not sure what that would be, but it uh, is just like abnormal that they haven't really fought for like yeah. a main secondary rider I'm not sure what that would be or if they do it or if they just kind of said nah there's enough going on and they fit as characters but can't challenge them then they have to implode you know but what I know is that next time we have something special for everyone and that is um, we are finally going to do it we are finally going to complete the triumvirate we are finally going to cross it off our list we're finally going to talk about Ultraman next time Yes, sir. Um, one of the big three shows. It's really important. It's probably like one of the best known shows in like the world. Um, it's going through like a major like renaissance right now because the like company finally got its rights internationally back after like a weird legal battle. Next, so um, something cool actually is a uh, next year is the fifty fifth anniversary of Ultraman, the fiftieth anniversary of Kamen Rider, and the forty fifth anniversary of Super Sentai. So. Long history, like they're all like around, like they all started like five years apart, and yeah, it's a interesting show to look at. We have a Rich from Science Patrol, and Ultraman podcast, coming on as our guest, and we're going to look at like a like couple different shows from different eras, and like I'm like really like excited for it. What about you, James? Yeah, I've been waiting to watch uh, Ultraman for a
1: couple of months now, and we finally found a great opportunity to talk with another, you know fan of Ultraman and just, you know, nerd out for a little for a few hours.
0: Yeah, um like um one of the shows we're looking at actually has one of the best toku like openings too. Like just like it's like a really solid one. Where could they find you, James, but you're not talking about Tokusatsu. You can find me at Popcoatnet on Instagram, Facebook and Twitter. Where can they find you, Kip? You can find me on twitter.com dot com at JamesForge. And then you can find the podcast. Um on twitch.com, at Common Ride with Me, CommonRideWithMe. dot com, and you can send an email to podcast at Me dot com. Thanks, Berserk for our theme song, Common Rider Love Song, and we use the uh, the song like Adventures in Godzilla Delphia by SKGB under a Creative Commons Share Like license. And yeah, just um, who would love to hear from you on iTunes, everyone too. Like it's um, like really important. Like we've been getting like lots of love. Like it just uh, helps more people see like our show like be on the like metric up there and yeah as always uh what crime could we commit with this episode
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. let's do one from garo uh th- i guess that's mine. in <laughs> what about your eye remember that part <laughs> with a screwdriver yeah.
0: <laughs> i have one that's like a little dumb <laughs> you want to hear it, Give it to me. watch garo and game <laughs> no. i am about gaming to is a crime on this podcast by Ha <laughs>